Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about crimes that should have never happened but did. But first, it's moto time. Hey, remember this, rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. And think about when it comes to tax season. Hey, pay your bills. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Hey, remember, you only have one life to live and your life is your life. That is the most important thing. Live your life to the utmost and fullest. Do what you have to do. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. And also remember, my daddy always says, never quit your day job while conquering the world. All right? Okay? This is what I mean. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. This is what you got to do. Live your life to the utmost fullest. Follow your dreams. Put your dreams on hold if you have to. Sometimes do what you got to do. Live your life to the utmost. All right? Let's begin. In this season six of Crime Chronicles, we're going to give a special shout out. This shout out goes to all the men and women in our armed forces. I give a shout out to them this time. This shout out goes out to men and women who are fighting this never ending battle of with the U.S. military. That they need to be able to do. Yes, follow your dreams. And a lot of people always say why, why you shout out the military is because this is a... A branch of service that the United States Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard, as well as Space Force, we're giving a shout out to them because we want them to understand that you are truly the OGs of this crime chronicles because you're doing a job that nobody else wants to do. And that's where we're talking about. That's it. Let's begin. You are truly the true OG. This podcast is sponsored by BlackBlueElectronica.com. For all your electronic needs, go to Black Blue Electronica and get yourself some of those greatest things you can do. Alright? Now, as I was saying, when I say in Crime Chronicles, I'm talking about, and I'm shouting out to you. This goes out, this is something that I've looked up and what really appalled to me when I saw this was something that really um, was appalling. This is all. This is something I did in an earlier episode of my podcast. I talked about what's going on with the prison and penal system. Now, what I'm going to talk to you about is something that's really um, unfathomable, unimaginable, and unthinkable. This is this is what I talk. What I'm talking about. This is talking about what it what happens when you, as a person, gets. Um, st- we're going to talk about it right now. This is what happens. You're in your car. You're driving. Let's say you're in your car, you're driving, and you get pulled over. All of a sudden, you're driving, you're following the rules, you obey the laws, you do everything that happens that you're doing, and everything that you're doing is you're following the rules and regulations. You don't, you, you don't, you know, you got your license, you got your insurance, you're, you're abiding by all laws of nature. You're doing everything that the, that they say you're supposed to be doing, but then all of a sudden. You get pulled over by the police. Police stop, randomly pulls you over. He walks out, he gets out of his car, walks behind your car, and he touches your car. I don't know, why, everybody always wonder, why do they touch the car? The reason why, because they want, they want DNA of him on the car in case he gets, in case they can't find you, your DNA is on the car. That's why he touches it, okay? Then you turn around, and as they, as they look, people look at you and they see the things that you're doing the cop walks behind you and he goes and he goes hi and he gets over on the passenger side and he walks around the passenger side you know if it's a, if it's a safe distance he'll get on the driver's side 
but if it's not, it's a passenger side, he'll pull over and first thing he asks is, um, do you have, he'll sit there and talk to you, say, hi, how are you doing? May I see your driver's license and proof of insurance? 99% of the time, you as a person, you don't have your driver's license and insurance all right then and there. Now, there are some people that do have their driver's license and insurance all together. But most people usually don't have that. They usually have that, like, you know, in their wallet, their purse, insurance is in their glove box or somewhere. So you hand them your insurance and everything and you do everything by the book. Now, two things can happen. He starts running your name. While he's running your name, he's asking you all these off-the-wall questions and stuff. Like, where are you headed? Law says, federal law says, federal law says also depends on what state you're in. State laws are different. But let's say what state you're in. They say that you need to, you actually are an honest person. You don't, never been in trouble or anything. All of a sudden, he runs your name. And he comes finds out you have no warrants, no arrest. He tells you, um, where are you headed? And you tell him, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work. Oh, okay, where do you work at? And he's talking to you. The reason why he's doing that, while he's talking to you, trying to make small talk with you, is because he's waiting for them to run your name. Let's say he done run your name and it shows you have no warrants, no priors or nothing. First thing he says is, um, he asks you, can you step outside the vehicle? I'd like to talk to you. You're sitting in your car. I'd like to talk to you and everything. First thing you need to do, rule number one, you get outside the car because you're being an honest person. You're doing everything by the book. You get outside the car. You follow his rules. You do everything by the book. So you get out and you stand there and he's talking to you. All of a sudden, another car pulls up. And then another car pulls up. And then the canine pulls up. And then when canine pulls up, the dog all of a sudden alerts him to there. There's drugs in the car. And you're like, huh? But you're the type of person that you're honest. You have no drugs in the car. You, you're honest. You're following the rules and things. You do everything by the book. Then he goes, well, um, do you mind me searching your car? And you go, no, you're more than welcome to search him because you're one of these ones. You do by book, by law. You follow everything that... The laws that say and then all of a sudden he goes what's this little bag come to find out a little bag of cocaine or a little bag of crack or a little bag of heroin and he says whose is this and it's your car and then all of a sudden you go it's not mine he goes well it was in your car and then if you're not now to be smart i'm going to tell you what you need to do as being savvy as a savvy smart person this is what you need to do. You need to sit there and tell that officer, uh, okay, it's not my car. And you say, well, um, you go, well, here's what you tell that officer. You, you comply. Everybody in the laws, everybody federally, everybody, all, every officer say, just comply. Do what the officer says. So if you have to go to jail, you have to go to jail because the officer says, just comply. Now, rule number one. And I'm going to tell you the rules are. Rule number one, just do what the officer tells you. That's what they tell you. I, I watched the video, and I've seen it on video of this guy. He, he had no warrants, no rest, no priors, no nothing. He did everything he's supposed to do. And he complied with everything. They said they found some cocaine in his car. It's a tiny baggie in his car. And he goes... And he says it's not his. They say, well, it's in your car. And they're all talking about it's your car. The guy goes, okay, let me make a phone call. He says, excuse me, I got to make a phone call. 
He says, who you call? I'm calling. And the guy was like, I got to call my boss. He says, why? Because this vehicle right here is a company vehicle, and it's my boss's vehicle, which is a company vehicle. Let me call him and let him know that y'all found cocaine in his, in his vehicle that he owns. So he says, well, no, 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 no. They was like, they were telling him, no, no, no. You're going to jail. He says, hold on. He was nice. The guy was like, hold on. I, I, allow me to call my boss. I have to call him. So he says, I got to call him. This is not my vehicle. This is his. I'm just taking this vehicle. I'm j- I had borrowed his vehicle because my vehicle's in the shop. So let me tell him about this. This is not my vehicle. I just got it from my boss. My vehicle's in the shop. So let me call my boss. So he calls his boss and he's on the phone talking to his boss. And the cops are like, hey, put the phone down. You're going to jail. You are going to jail because you were the one in the vehicle. He was... He says, oh, by the way, my boss is on its way. My boss is coming. He wants, my boss is coming. He wants to talk to you. They said, excuse me, my boss is, my boss is in the back. He's coming. My boss is on its way. And so his boss pulls up. And his boss sits there and the cops are telling him, cops goes to his boss, pulls out, pops gets that car, the cop tells him, hey, sit back in your car. The guy goes, I'm sorry. Uh, you want me to what? He says, get back in your car. And he goes, why? Because I said so. Because I, I, I said so. He says, fine. Well, there's two, he said, but there's two problems we have on this thing. And the guy goes, there's no problem. Just get back in the car. You do what I tell you. I'm the law. He goes, fine. The guy didn't know, the police officer didn't know that the guy that they pulled over was a federal agent. Yeah, he was an FBI agent. He was trying to explain to them that his boss and that he, who he was, they told him to shut up and they we didn't want to hear it. So he listened. He did everything by the book. And all of a sudden he says, boss says, boss looks at him and says, hey, you need to go to jail. Boss says, go to jail. Just go to jail. He says, yes, boss. So he says, go to jail. And the cop's like, just take my, just take him to jail. I don't care. Take him to jail. Cops walked over and talked to him. So, so who are you? He says, um, I'm nobody. Just take him to jail. Excuse me? Um, just take him to jail. Go right ahead. Take him to jail. I'll follow you. Tell me what station. Tell him where he's going. I'll meet you down there. Just take him to jail. Go right ahead. I don't care. Just take him to jail. I'm not going to argue. We're not, we're not going to talk to you. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to argue with you. Because whatever I'm going to say, it's going to be totally different from what you're writing. So I'm going to tell you, take him to jail. Just, he's just taking jail. You're taking him to jail already because you already did the report. He's already in handcuffs. You're taking him to jail. Take him to jail. I don't care. We don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And the cop's like, um, is there a problem? Yeah, there's a problem. The problem is you need to take him to jail because that's what you said. So take him to jail. Why? There's nothing. Whatever I say, it's not going to do anything. But you'll find out when I get down there. I got your name. He said your name. I don't need to ask you your name. I'm not going to ask you your name. I already know your name. Boom, boom, boom. I know each and every one of y'all. Boom, boom. Done, done, done. We're good. We're good. Because what happened was there was a problem in that area. That guy sat there and was doing the paper. There was a problem in that area because they had problems of officers trumping up charges on people, taking them to jail for no reason, saying they had dope in the car. So the feds came along and decided to do a sting operation. So the guy went to jail. Sat, he sat there in a holding cell. They, they, they booked him and everything. They said, need to run my fingerprint. They said, we got a fingerprint. He said, um, um, I'm sorry, I don't want my fingerprints printed. He said, well, we have to. He said, no, I don't want my fingerprints printed. Trust me, you don't want to run my fingerprints. 
Because if you run my fingerprints, y'all are going to be in hell. Y'all are going to, y'all are not going to like it. And the guy and the officers there at the jail was like, I don't give a damn. You're going to, they grabbed him. One officer grabbed his hand and forcefully put his fingerprints in there. He said, you don't want to do that. I'm trying to tell you what you don't want to do. And the officer was, and the officers there and the people there at the jail was like, I don't give a fuck. You're going to do what I, you're going to comply. You're not complying. They kept yelling. You're not complying. You're not complying. Boom. He ended up going to jail. He ended up going to jail. He sat in the jail cell. All of a sudden, they, they couldn't get his fingerprints. He wouldn't let them. Finally, they turned around and they talked to him. After they, they sat there, they, uh, the officers and stuff, uh, they, were, they were asking him. They said, um, they, they, you know, he tried to give them. He gave him his ID. He gave him his driver's license and everything. But he wanted to give them his other ID, but they wouldn't allow that. His boss comes walking in. He goes, hey. What's going on? So y'all taking him to jail? Y'all booking him and everything? I bet he refused his fingerprints. And he was like, "Oh yeah." And they were like, "Oh, how you know that?" Well, because I know what he, I know what my, I know what my employee does. So there you go. So just don't worry about that. I'm here. I'm here for verification of him. Um, don't worry. He made a, his boss says, "I'm gonna make a phone call." He walked outside. He stood outside. His boss stood outside. Made two phone calls. And the two phone calls he made, he called one, he called to DC, called his super, he called his boss, the director of the FBI, the uh, regional director of the FBI, assistant, assistant, assistant director of the FBI in that region, called him and told him what happened. They said good. They told him, did he refuse? Yes. They said good. They said good. Stall as much as you can. So they, he walked over. He told him. He said something to him in a code or whatever. Guy stalled, kept stalling. Finally, in the middle of the guy was sitting in the cell, just sitting there in a holding cell. All of a sudden, two officers walked in, grabbed him and yanked him and took his hand and did the old-fashioned way. Instead of the digital, they did the old-fashioned way and put his hands down and got his prints. And they choked him to get his prints. Wasn't supposed to do that either. That's against the law. But they did that anyway. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the police, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, director came down, all of them came down, all the officers that were in there, and the two guards that forced, got his prints and stuff, and everything, and his, all his stuff, finally, when the police were sitting there, they got his prints, they ran his prints, his prints popped up as a special agent. To the FBI, special F, as a special agent, special. He was he was a um, special special agent to the FBI. He was an FBI agent, field agent. That's what it showed. When they saw that, they were like, "What?" They um they were like, "He's a what?" Special agent with the field office. Here's the problem. They tried their best. They tried to do damage control. By saying that it was his fault and this and that. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. And he told him, you know. And he told him exactly. He told him everything. All of a sudden, a couple minutes later, the feds turned around. The feds turned around and they walked in. And when they walked in, 
they looked, they asked him a couple of questions. They they came in, they said, he walked in, the guy goes, who are you? Um, I'm, the, I'm, sister, I'm the regional director of the FBI. Um, where's my agent at? Excuse me, where's my agent at? Oh, uh, I don't know what your day's like. We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. You got him in jail. Where is he? He walked over. There he is. Excuse me, open his door. They were like, what? Yeah, he's a federal agent. And y'all said y'all found cocaine in his car. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's go. Feds turned around. They did a huge, that was a big sting operation. All of a sudden, the feds came in with the State Department, with the State, with the State um, Highway Patrol, because he called them and they all arrested all those officers in that county. All those police officers, every one of them in that county, all were sitting there going, all of them went to jail. Moral of that story, the reason why I was telling you that is that no matter how you comply, sometimes if you're not a federal agent, you're going to end up going to jail. So that guy just ended up going to jail. Yeah, the guy ended up going to jail. The guy ends up going to jail. And why he went to jail, he was sitting there. And when they finally took him out, they asked him, they asked him, how was he treated? He said, terrible. He said, I tried to tell them that I'm a federal agent. When I asked to call my boss, they said no. They said, you cannot call your boss. They wouldn't let me. I, I said, I get one free phone call. They wouldn't allow it. And he was like, what? And all they did was they looked at him. And they were like, well, we didn't know he was a federal agent. Oh, you didn't know. Didn't matter if you didn't know. You didn't give him time to talk. They said, well, what, and he said, what he, and he told them what he said. He says, they said, well, he's lying. They said, no, there's a problem for that. They said, what do you mean? Well, you'll, you'll see. They pulled up the vehicle. They said, vehicle was in the impound lot. All of a sudden, the cops were in there going in and out that vehicle, looking, digging. They were in there digging. One cop was in there. One cop went in there and stuck up block of cocaine in there and then came and took a picture block of cocaine took a picture bags of cocaine took a picture snap 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 saying hey look what we found and he goes really that car had a car was a federal that car, if you would have ran the plates it was a rental it was owned by his boss his boss rented it boss, his supervisor rented the car because they needed to do it as a sting operation so they did and when they when he told them he literally told them on camera and all of a sudden the feds turned around and bust all of them the reason why i'm telling you that is because that's what happens when when one the reason why i used the federal thing because that actually happened to a federal agent and all those officers all went to jail for what they did now i tell you that is because i want you to be careful and be careful with yourself the reason i tell you that is because buyer beware when you're driving down the road, comply with the officer. Do exactly what a cop tells you. That's what they tell you. You need to do that. Yeah, do exactly what the officers tell you. Follow their rules. Don't, don't sit there and be like, uh, I'm not going to listen to you. You don't tell me. You don't raise your voice. You, you talk in a monotone, meaning that you talk in a low tone of your voice. You tell that officer, you say, hey, officer, I'm sorry. I, you know, whatever, you know, and then, then if you step out, 
They ask you to step outside of the car. You need to step outside the car. When you step outside the car, lock your doors. Whatever you do, lock your car doors. Take your keys in your hand, put it in your pocket, lock your doors. Lock your doors. Raise your windows up, lock your doors. Because if you leave your windows down, cops can sit there and can throw stuff in there and can trump up charges. There's another video on YouTube where a guy was sitting in the car and the cop, he had his, he had his, digi- he had his camera in there and they showed a video of a cop going, looking, looking down his window and just dropped a little baggie. And they had him on video doing it. And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. Kept denying it. But then the guy showed it to his lawyer. Lawyer filed a lawsuit and won. But the guy went to jail. Yeah, see what I mean? So I'm just telling you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be careful, okay? Okay, be very, very careful. Follow the rules, okay? Follow the rules. Do exactly what you are told because sometimes you have to follow those rules, okay? That, that'll protect you. You have to protect yourself, okay? It's not about what you do wrong. It's what, it's what, it's what, it's what happens, okay? Follow the rules. Do exactly what they tell you. Comply. The rule of thumb is, the rule of law is to comply. Yes, get a lawyer. If you don't think you need a lawyer and you're, honest, you're innocent, still comply. I always say comply. The best thing to do is to comply. Because when you don't comply, I'm telling you right now, you're going to end up going to jail. And he did. And he, he complied. And he still went to jail. Even though he complied, he still went to jail. What does that tell you? That the system is corrupted. So follow the rules. Do exactly what you are told. And just be very careful out there. All right? I'm just telling you that story because I wanted to tell you about what happened with this law enforcement guy who was a federal agent who did it as a sting operation. I mean, when I say sting operation, I mean, he didn't. He was just driving up and down the road. His bosses knew. They knew that this area was a hot spot of pulling people over. And he had an out-of-state plate. So they knew that they were going to get stopped. And, and, and he was a person of color. He was a federal agent, person of color. That also happens too. Okay? And he was a black person, and he was a person of color. He was black. He was just by himself. There was another case where there was a young, there was, there was a lady. There was these guys. They were, um, they were Department of Homeland Security. They were um, Border Patrol and Custom Agents. They were Immigration and Border Patrol Protection. They were ICE, Immigration. ICE, Immigration and Custom Agents, they were out driving and they got and they got pulled over by State Highway Patrol and they all end up going to jail. Come to find out when they when they finally realized that they were federal agents, that they were they were Immigration and Custom Agents because they saw them and they um, they apologized. They said they made a mistake. They thought they were it was a group of black people. They were going they were going to go they were going to go serve a warrant. They were going to go serve a warrant. That's where they were going. They were going to go serve a warrant. And that's why they were going. And that's when the feds came and busted them. That's when the, um, the, the Highway Patrol busted them. And I was in the state of New York. So it does happen. Hey, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. I just want to tell you, be very careful. Follow the rules of law. Do what you got to do. Do whatever you have to do just to be honest, all right? Don't lie. Just be truthful. Keep yourself safe. And, and just follow the rules, okay? By the way, I thank each and every one of y'all listening to my podcast. And hey, listen, Bravo 6 going dark. <laughs>